Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I am Dean Maldonado, and with me is the hypersensitive Michael Johnson. Well, you're you're offending my rights right now. You're stepping on our people's rights. Well, wave your flag uh, indoors, sir. That's all I can my ask. My flag is a multicolored, multigendered, multinational, multi-incorporate uh, piece of wax paper. I'm so glad you didn't end with that, with like calling it a flag. It's yeah, like, that's, no, it's a hell of a label. Yeah, don't put labels on my uh, my oh, my piece of wax paper. <laughs> my piece of wax paper. <laughs> does it have many tails, I, or does it? Uh, does it? I use in it one to. Uh, I use it as a baking sheet. I bake pizza rolls on it. That's disgusting. Now there's a lot of crimes in that. Just the fact that like you're taking that thing and putting it in an oven. No, um, so there's a lot of hate it, crimes there. A no, lot no, of no, hate no, no, no. As a Jew, I we would don't know. Be- we don't. <laughs> we don't. Be- we don't believe in not burning flags. Huh? Excuse you, sir. <laughs> what are you, yeah, a Boy Scout? You had it. <laughs> well, oh wait, Boy, Boy Scouts, Scouts are no more. Oh wait, are, are the Boy Scouts over? Yeah, the Boy Scouts are done. Done. Really? Yeah. Boy Scout cancel party? Well, they just ran out of money from like def- like lawsuits of like, hey, this guy touched my kid. They just ran you out know, of money. And they're like, risk- Sorry, there goes the Boy Scouts. We just let girls in and fuck. Oh damn. <laughs> it was a risky. Uh, it was a risky business plan. Just hiring pedophiles to teach uh, little boys things in the woods. Uh, it didn't really pay off. I mean, it paid off for a while. Yeah, like how much money was the Boy Scouts making at the height of its the height of its power? Probably more than you would ever believe or want to know about, you know? Cuz all they do is camp. That like me? that can't that can't that can't oh, be that, that takes expensive. No money. <laughs> that takes no money. Exactly. Oh my god. You give kids patches for like whittling very nice objects that you can then like fence on the side of the road later. What the fuck? That's crazy. I mean, I'm thinking of like the 50s Boy Scouts leaders. It was like, like, a, they're like come on, like come the... on, carve that fucking squirrel, kid. You're getting your Woodland badge today. <laughs> you know? I got my Woodland squirrel badge. <laughs> I was like, come on, was come on, Boy come Scout. on. Come on. I, I got, got an order coming. This, <laughs> this soccer mom's going to be here in 15. Oh, come on. Were you not a Watch Boy Scout when you were younger? Uh, no, I quit during Cub Scouts. Oh, you're a Cub Scout. I quit. Yes. I was. I was a Boy Scout. We sold popcorn. Oh, I I sold popcorn as a Cub Scout, and that's that's where I thought the. Uh, I didn't know that like Chicago had like its own mix. Yeah, we got the uh, butter plus the caramel plus the cheese. It's like anything that's yeah. really disgusting is like but a that's Chicago. The thing. Is it like style. those three flavors? were sold in like this big tub of popcorn yeah. that we sold as Cub Scouts. Okay. And uh, it was just se- separated by like a small divider. So like when I was a kid, I would just pull that thing out, living in New Jersey, and like mix all of them together. I'm like, this is delicious. I had no clue that a city was like, that's mine, you know? And that's why you moved to Chicago when you were uh, in your in your 20s? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like I am afraid of revolving doors. Okay. And I think that I invented Chicago style popcorn. I don't know why I'm living here. 
Yeah, no. The the fear of the um divide of of rotating doors is uh, is quite the Chicago fear. Oh, no 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 no. I mean, nowadays I as long as it's not an electric revolving door, I'm fine. Oh those, yeah, why would still you make freak an electric out? revolving door? I mean, that I, I there's a lot of them. Where like you Get walk out of up here. and then it starts like slowly turning. Yeah. I got my head stuck in one as a kid before they had the safety regulations on them. Where, like if it hits something, it stops. It was more like if yeah. it hits something, it keeps going. And my head was the oh, something. God. Oh, it was delightful. That thing's like a fucking sideways guillotine like that. Yeah, it really was. And uh The French must have invented it. <laughs> Why? Because it was ineffective. I'm still alive. No, because like it's the racist. traditional guillotine. Oh wow, yeah. Resist. From eighteen hundred and eighty five. How could the French be prejudiced? We just invented the word. <laughs> you know what? We're so actually clear. not talking about racism today. Surprisingly. What? Oh, we getting on the topic? Yeah, man. So Got a lot of pushback from uh, certain scientists on our Flat Earth episode. Oh, wait, what? So we, so we're going to talk about the Earth again. you haven't told me. We're going to talk. No, it's fine. It's fine. I argue with scientists on the daily. Okay. You have dad? to. And other than my dad. My dad and I have a very <laughs> non-argumentative relationship uh. because we have to bring graphs when we have an argument. You have to prove all of your arguments. It's awful. Yeah. There's theses like, involved, multiple drafts. It's just it's a it's not worth it. Yeah, like he's like, Oh, we'll we'll have an argument about science. You bring the graphs, I'll bring all the grant money that I fucking make. Yeah, right? I'm like, Ugh, God, do I want to go to college? Or like should I just eat it. my greens? I guess I'll just eat my fucking vegetables. All okay. right, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> But no, Um, we're actually going to be talking about a concept that uh, I think the furthest back you'll find it is uh, every ancient culture possible. (laughs) Jesus. Including. Everybody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly it was written down and drawn out by a lot of Buddhists. Okay. But we are talking about a theory today called Hollow Earth. Okay, Not so this is Earth is different. Flat. How about is Hollow Earth the same as Flat Earth? No. Do they not think that it's like oh it's it's hollow and and it's flat and then like when you go underneath it it's just like another Earth. I just don't think that would work though. Yeah, all jokes aside, I actually believe in Hollow Earth theory. Yeah, no, me too. Like this actually, is, entirely. This is. I this is like my theory of like what is going on. Like I, as much as I love the idea of flat Earth, because it'd be funny. I just I don't yeah, like that, that we lose gravity. Funny. I don't like that fact that like gravity doesn't exist. Because I'm like, then why can't I fly? You know? Oh man, yeah. You're just telling me I can't fly now. Exactly. You're like, oh, you just can't do it because you suck. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. You didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> so. <laughs> So hollow earth right. is the idea that uh you know under our crust inside the earth it is Yum. hollow. And, like uh, uh, like one of those stuffed crust pizzas. 
Like it has the cheese and the crust? Uh, yeah, I guess. But like, if you were to like, like, yummy, like, like take all cheese. that oozy cheese and just like mm. yank it out and then just like populate the inside with like an advanced species, like, and give them a mini sun and like some oceans and some mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. would be kind of kind of the same thing. It's like a stuffed crust pizza. Hey, don't talk too loud. That might be the a, a, a plot for the next uh, season of Twilight Zone. Oh my god. I was thinking of the next Men the, in no, Black No, there was movie. one. There was an episode of Twilight Zone. Oh no, it was Black Mirror, right? Huh. What was the one with the uh with the with the with the with the, with the like monkeys in the in the free like the little tiny people in the freezer and like they blew themselves up no that was love death robots yeah that was that was love death and robots yeah yeah where it the had... people were living in the freezer and there was the advanced civilization it's kind of like that yeah. but like instead of like going really fast like they live inside the planet oh okay uh um, is it really cold in the planet like a freezer no and i guess it would most likely be sunny all the time it would oh, be yeah, bright all the time. Yeah, because the core of the Earth would just be the sun, essentially. Yeah, yeah it would constantly oh. be daytime. That'd be rough. What? I mean, yeah, but like, whoever's selling shades is making a pretty fucking penny down there, you know? Nice. Not throwing shades at that guy. <laughs> hey! Hey-o. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> um, But, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous. Ish. That to me, I believe it. Well, because like in school, you know, you're taught about like the layers of the Earth and how like, because okay, yeah. So so this concept is not new at all. Yeah, you said it's the oldest concept there is. Yeah, like the there's maps of uh, I'm gonna try and say it. I'm gonna try and say it, people. Agartha, which is a oh. a legendary kingdom that's said to be located in the Earth's core. Now, um, if you what, if what, you were I, looking, Agartha, yeah, Agartha, Agartha, Agar- I, I don't, I don't Ag- know how to say it. Uh, like Garth from uh, from the movie from Wayne's World. No. Oh. <laughs> so the map of Agartha shows the central sun, the city of Shambhala. Uh, mm. There, there are uh, cave cities. Of semi-advanced right. races, is this Lord of the Rings? No, because <laughs> everything you just said were things that were in the fucking Lord of the Rings. The well, movie. Here's the thing: is that uh, in our next episode about Atlantis, we'll talk about Lord of the Rings. Okay. Oh, sick! But yeah. why? Why'd you tell everybody that, that was supposed to be a secret? Oh, um, was it? I mean, listen, they're all going to be waiting in quarantine with us. So at the end of nice. the day, let's, who cares? Let's date the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Cut all of it. I don't care. Let's redo the episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm the frustrated Dean Maldonado. <laughs> so tell me more about Agartha. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's like entrances. Through the Pyramid of Giza, through ah, uh, the closest one to us would be the... Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. Really? I didn't even know that there was a Mammoth Cave 
in Kentucky. Oh, Mammoth Cave in Kentucky is crazy deep. And like and it leads to the inner world? Who knows? Could lead to hell, could lead to Agartha. Agartha? I don't know how to say this thing. Uh, you know what's interesting about this? There's a, I want to say there's like caves in Vietnam that you could fly like a 747 in, and no one's fully explored them, and they were discovered in like 2003. So like people are like, oh, Hollow wait, Earth, how that? Where'd you say? You know, I think it's Vietnam or Myanmar. I for, it, oh. they're uh, just like look up caves that could fit. Like the Empire State Building, like there's so ma- like this is a massive cave, and it's like when you look at pictures of it, you'll be blown away if you don't know about this thing. And this was discovered in like the early 2000s, uh, if that. They might have been like 2010. The and Hong Sun like, Dung Cave in Vietnam is so massive, the Empire State Building could fit inside. It's about three miles long and 660 feet at its deepest point. Yes, and this is a cave. This isn't like a, a valley. This isn't like a weird a mountain. We're talking about a cave system. Yeah, this is a and when you say, March when was it discovered? 2015. 20, they discovered it in 2015? Yeah, with a drone. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, like Flat Earth or um, or Hollow Earth is stupid. You're like, uh, yeah, we found that in 2015, dude. <laughs> A, a cave that could fit a building. The building that was built in 1940, like 1935, can fit yeah, in a I mean, cave we found <laughs> out in 2015. That's the thing, is that, like, you gotta you gotta remember that we didn't even know that narwhals existed. Until, like, 1970. Yeah. We, we, we thought that Pluto was a planet for a long time, you know? Well, Pluto is a planet. Planetoid object. I'm I'm sick I'm sick of this anti-Pluto. Okay, I, we can't get into it. I don't want to have another. Yeah, debate. we'll 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 do another Nibiru episode to catch people up. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's but. on its way back. All right, but <laughs> <laughs> so you know the what's the most famous comet that flies past Earth? Oh, dude, it's the Halley comet, dude. <laughs> Comes back every yes. Halley comet, dude. Comes yeah. back every like hundred years. Is it like every hundred years? Did I miss it? Did I, I want to say it's like every. Yeah, it came back. I think it's every hundred and nine years. What an ass! Either way, you, you the guy who it's it. named after. You 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 won't be able. Edmund you Haley. just missed it. Yeah. He had, uh, he proposed an idea. Back in uh, 1692. And this is like the thing that he wanted to be known for. Like so much so that like in one of the later portraits of him in his life, it shows him holding a piece of paper with this like hypothesis sketched on the paper in his self-portrait. Wow. It's very important to Intense. And he it? proposed that Earth is hollow. Okay. Because of magnetic uh, declination, which he realized was that, like, I'm seeing that, like, there's multiple... He thought there were multiple Norths and multiple Souths. Because he was getting weird uh, magnetic stuff going on? Yeah. 
but he also was trying to figure out the difference between where true north was and where the magnetic north was and why it would move or if there were multiple. I'm always confused about that. Yeah, because we have like the true north, which is like the top of the planet, and then magnetic north, which is off to the side. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we... So it happens... What science right now tells us is that because we have a solid core and a liquid, uh, you know, external core that flows oh. in random directions, that throws off the uh, magnetic field, so so it like wobbles. Mm. But they didn't know that back then. <laughs> this oh, is, we still don't even know that now. We're just assuming. That's yeah. This this is sixteen ninety two. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so he proposed that the Earth actually contains three hollow concentric shells and a solid core. And because they didn't really know that much about the actual size of planets, (laughs) in his opinion, (laughs) the shells would be about the size of Venus and then Mars and then the core would be about the size of the moon. Okay. Which, I mean, that wouldn't fully fit. Is Venus bigger than... Like yeah, it wouldn't like Venus is like very very similar in size, but it wouldn't like that like wouldn't really work out that well. But like I, I get where he was going with it, you know. Yeah, no, we all have to start somewhere with our with our theories. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was like an apple, an orange, and a cantaloupe. It's like no, <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, that'd be quite the fruit. Uh, oh my god, I know. That in like 1692 people would be like, "Where did what are those?" Is that the Kent Apple? Yeah, what the fuck is that? You just made a turducken? <laughs> with with fruit? Uh so that these shells would rotate independently on the same axis as the earth and that they have magnetic poles that are a little misaligned. And so as all the yeah. shells spin, the misalignment disrupts the Earth's magnetic field on the surface. Makes sense. I like this. Right? Yeah. Uh, he also pointed out that, like, he's like, look at Saturn, right? He's like, Saturn has rings that spin around it and it never yeah. touches the surface. If they can have concentric yeah. ones outside the planet, it's like, huh, why, why, can't we, why can't we have them inside our planet, you know? Good. Would they never well, touch? It's a good question. Exactly. And he also said uh, that if God were to create so much space, he would obviously have to inhabit it with life. True. That there also had to be some type of light down there, which he thought came from like some kind of like gas or like phosphorescent bugs. Uh, he wasn't very specific. <laughs> bugs. That's a. That's quite the. It's uh, quite a weird one. It's pretty weird. But it's yeah. true, like, there's uh, caves in um, fucking somewhere that uh, there's, like, those little glow worm things. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It was it was on the Planet Earth documentary from, like, 20 years ago. And they would use the little glow, and they would have, like, little, like, fish hooks, essentially, and wait for moths to come by, and then they just slowly eat the moths. Mm-hmm. It's what a, a horrific sight. way to die. <laughs> I love how you, what you think is horrific. I'm like, mmm, give me more, you know. <laughs> well, it is it is a world of con- uh, like a, of of darkness. 
like with a giant six foot layer of bat shit underneath. <laughs> like it's a, it's a pretty brutal world. I guess. Hey man, like it's, it's like Fallout. It's called guano. Okay. It's called. It, yeah, that's the it's nice guano. Way it. It's All bat right. shit. I know it's bat shit, but it's guano. <laughs> You're bat shit guano over there. Ew. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but so all these rings are held in place by gravity, which is why it's very different than Flat Earth, because Flat Earth doesn't believe in gravity. Um, yeah, that's weird. One of uh, Haley's good friends was actually Isaac Newton, who supposedly part of the uh, his uh, book, The Principia, right. Principia uh, was about the hollow Earth. Well, who the fuck oh, knows? I'm Isaac not read Newton that whole believed book just in for uh, this. So, you know Isaac what? Newton. I will say that he did. Oh. With my full confidence in the Principia, <laughs> Newton was talking about hollow earth. Did you have a chance to read Principia? Skimmed the fuck out of it, you know? Oh, my God. Like, dude. skimmed I... the cliff notes of the cliff notes. Like, yeah. skimmed half the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> when you was it what? written? You know what? Didn't even Google it. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, I, I, I like, just learned how to say the name on this podcast. Uh, nice. Well, at least you're being honest, because I know that you love to read this stuff. But come on, like, who, who Isaac has the Newton. time? You know, like, not even, like, even if you had the time, it's just like it's a fucking physics book from the 1600s. So you're not gonna understand half the fucking things you're saying. And on top of that, you're like, it's dry and boring. Yeah, and where am I? The libraries are closed. Where am I going to get this thing? Oh, am I going to buy it on Amazon like I had to do with like all of these like incredibly anti-Jew books I've bought? <laughs> yeah. Like, if like Amazon doesn't know that I'm Jewish, they think I hate Jews then. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And they're but like, either way, geez, either way, back, back to this, this guy. <laughs> When's this guy gonna buy some oil and and lighters? I know crosses. Gross. No, don't go there. Um, <laughs> only I can go there. I'm allowed to say it. Oh, okay. Uh, so back to back to Isaac Newton's Principia. Now I'm gonna skip that shit because I don't know enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to get lectured by more scientists. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't this want time, any scientists time calling be, in. It'd be physicists, and physicists are the most annoying. They'd be like, "Oh God, ready for me to drop some knowledge at this exact speed?" And I'm like, "No, no." Um, well, velocity, no. <laughs> oh God, stop! But so the idea of uh, pockets of life inside a spherical Earth actually goes back to like 1664 with a. Uh, I'm going to try and say it. Athanasius Kircher, uh, he wrote a textbook called Mundus Subterraneus in 1665. That makes sense. Mundus that's, Subterraneus, okay? And that's the guy that believes in the hollow moon? Um, No, no, no. He was, he was actually, this was like one of like the, the best geophysics works of like that day <laughs> oh shit yeah like he was he was on to shit he he knew what he was doing uh because is made of cheese yeah it's all about our earth okay 
They, he, he was oh, like, I okay. don't give a fuck about that thing up there. What's happening here? Because he saw volcanoes. Yeah. And he was like, okay, fire comes out of the planet. Right. Because that means there must be pockets of fire balled up throughout the planet. But, like, there are also, like, natural springs of water. Right. He's like, so there must yeah. also be chambers of water. So I feel like the, he thought that Earth was, like, completely round with fire and water pockets. That inside like, the planet? Inside the planet. And, uh, like, you know, if they ever met, that would be a hot spring. If it was just water, that'd be, like, the, the start of, like, a river. If it's just fire, okay. that's, like, a volcano. Yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was some good work. But that was, like, the earliest mention of, like, the spherical Earth having a bunch of pockets and basically being hollow inside. Yeah, and, like, things spewing out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, cheese also comes from the ground. <laughs> there must be pockets of cheese in the Earth. Get me a shovel. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, because, like, people are going to be like, oh, well, we drilled down there. I'm like, we know. It's like, no, we haven't. We have not drilled into the planet at all. We have. We have. But, like, well, few we've times, only drilled few about eight miles down. Wow. Well, because it gets and way too fell. hot. Yeah. Because it's ha- because they're all partying in there. Hollow Earth. Yeah, it's all like. Yeah, you've seen the Matrix from the Matrix. Yeah, I love that our minds are on the same path right there. We all know a good cave rave when we see one. Oh boy, let me tell you. Listen, I got to be sweaty and filled with dreads. And wet and a feeling of too many dreads. I guess though, like dreads are very natural for everyone's hair when you don't shower. Yeah, because you can't shower because the only water you're getting is from the guy sweating next to you. Yeah, lick it off. Let me just. This is turning into a very sexy podcast all of a sudden. This is very bad for the fact that my mom is going to like it on Facebook and never, never listen. Oh no, it's fine. She loves me. I believe it. She keeps saying it, but I'd never... I hear it, but it doesn't stick. All right, so... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16-year-old Maldonado. Yeah. Get out of my room, Dad. Trying to Crying read a book bed. about... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading The Watchmen endlessly. Uh, Who's watching The Watchmen? Me, man, me. I'm I watching am, them. I care. I'll read it again. Two I'll minutes to midnight. Friends. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of the um a lot of the beliefs in Hollow Earth where like there is you know, a place like Agartha or places uh um I would say because the thing about the, 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 the one with the pockets with like Mundus Subterraneous, that's not like there's no like civilizations down there. But like right. Haley did think there were like people. Like there would probably be life. And so like everyone inside the earth is usually like an advanced race. Okay. Of course they have to be. 
Yeah, like that's the, that's the problem. Is like we never are like we either will feel like super inferior or super like superior to something. We never feel like we're like on the same ground as like whatever well, we don't know about. Yeah, that's the that's always the fear of uh, humanity is that uh, what uh, especially like Europeans, like their fear is always that some race is going to do to them what they did to everybody else. <laughs> no, but I mean like, like I mean like we're like oh, like Martians are going to come in because they have so much better yeah. technologies. How will we ever survive? Like they're better than us or like or then like war of the worlds like we sneeze and we kill them all. Like sorry, <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Uh <laughs> Also um like there are people living inside the planet. They must be way more advanced than us. Well, the concept is that they're they're older than us, that they've been around for longer, so they would obviously Yeah, I mean, I guess they would they would never have gotten like reset by a comet. Yeah, yeah, or um but it's like you, like technology What if like volcanoes and, and, are just their shit that they're just throwing out? <laughs> like they have molten shit. Yeah, they're just like that's how they like power all of their society with like geothermal, uh, just like electricity. You yeah, know, like, like just geothermal uh, power plants. Yeah, like like that video game Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but then like all of their exhaust and all of like their shit just like comes out on the surface. I guess that's what you would have to do, right? Yeah, but it also like, makes the most sense for them because it's just like strengthening. The, the 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 whole of their planet so it can take more impact from more shit. I think you've been reading too much Hollow Earth. I think you're starting to develop your own theory. I don't know. Uh, I mean, hey man, everyone everyone adds to the theory. So cuz the next guy who added to it uh came around in like 1818. Okay? His name is yeah. uh John Cleves Sims. Hmm, Sims, huh? Sounds like an alien to me. No, he he's a uh, he's he was pretty onto something. Um so he thought that that he was the first person to be like, okay, there are entrances at like the north and south pole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh there's got to be entrances. How do you get down there? So in 1818 he stated, <laughs> like, I love this guy. He goes, I declare the earth is hollow and habitable within, containing a number of solid concentric spheres, one within the other, and that it is open at the poles, 12 or 16 degrees. I pledge my life in support of this and I am ready to explore the hollow if the world will support and aid me in the undertaking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I fucking what, love that. Why are scientists like that? Uh, they're they're gone, man. They're dead. Like like global warming is real and I will prove it by burning every human alive. He's like, "You know what? I will stake my life on it." <laughs> I will personally Jeez. swim to the bottom of every glacier and take the temperature. <laughs> I would yeah. love a scientist like that. Yeah, well, 
what happened to these scientists? You know, like what what killed them off? Stalin. People just lost their gumption, you know. Uh But at the same time, like this is around the same time that like Lewis and Clark were exploring America. Yeah. So, so I guess you had to like one up. Well, I know like, like the that, government those was guys like are super. Maps. No, like the government was like really, really, really willing to like throw cash at people to like go explore things. <laughs> It's like I will go to Hawaii <laughs> to talk to the indigenous as long as you're paying me money. Yeah. Then, Why like, do you, you think they got two guys to walk across the fucking continent? <laughs> they weren't like, we'll do it because we love our country. <laughs> there was no country. Yeah, there was. There they was were like, like how much are you states? paying? Yeah. How much are you giving me? <laughs> All right, what's my cut? All right, calm down, Louis. Calm down, Louis. <laughs> but so as he- long <laughs> as long as you get to make a movie about this in in nineteen ninety six starring Chris Foley, then then I'll do it. You know what? They're probably just gonna focus on that 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 brown bitch who's showing us around. Oh my god! <laughs> calm down. What? It's eighteen eighteen. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm actually seen as progressive. <laughs> Get the steak. He's like, you should have seen what crop. everyone else calls her. Sackage of what? History. Sackage, get the hell out of my way. <laughs> oh, boy, it's it's rough back in these times. <laughs> I've got quite the voice. <laughs> I watch out for bears when taking a shit. <laughs> That is a serious issue of mine. Yes, no, it's a real issue back now. No, it seriously was. Honestly, like, oh, yeah, what do you wipe with your hand? Issue, yeah. No, you just pull it up and keep walking, man. Yeah, it's gross, but somehow I don't have to deal with the smell. Yeah, they're still stand... wearing like onesie underwear. <laughs> don't lucky don't that... stand downwind. That's why they had the hatch Ooh. at the back, so you just like pop it open. Shit! Oh, is that what that was for? Yeah, so they didn't have to get. All like undressed when it was so cold out. Oh, I thought it was for like your snacks. <laughs> okay, okay, back to Hollow Earth. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Sims actually put all of his work into a book called uh, Simsonia, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I <laughs> like. I'm thinking about buying Simsonia if I can find it. Simsarama. <laughs> this sounds like pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I just went on the shelf just so people ask me about it. Well, like Simzonia. there's even like there's even a, a term for like large uh, large holes in like the poles of planets called Sims holes. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Have they found any Sims holes yet? What in, in in the world, or in any planet? Uh, I mean, let me tell you. Let's see. Most well oh, doesn't the uh, a moon on a moon of Jupiter or or something or Neptune have like a hexagonal north or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Yeah, like the like the North Pole of Jupiter or, or Neptune or one of their moons 
has like a perfectly hexagon north. It just looks like a hexagon from space That's or something. Cool. I don't really, I don't know if anyone's ever explained it, but like it's been like one of those, like a alien documentaries or whatever. <laughs> like, are are aliens putting hexagons on the north poles of planets? It's like <laughs> maybe. It. I mean, that's that's a definite possibility. Um. But no, yeah, no. Sims holes are just holes in the poles of Earth, <laughs> which I love saying. Holes, holes in, in the, the poles. poles. Holes in the poles. Sounds like a. Sounds oh. like a Dr. Seuss fucking book. It does, doesn't it? But it sounds like a racist Dr. Seuss book from like 1942. <laughs> Why does it got to be racist? Because it's against Polish people, and it's about oh. shooting them. <laughs> it's like. Holes like, in uh, the poles, <laughs> you know. You know, like uh, Theodore Geisel. Like... What do you think? <laughs> a Teddy Geisel, a Teddy G. Before you go being all Seussian on us, why don't you write us a nice little uh, Nazi children's story? Huh? I don't know why no, all no, people no. are like very New York. <laughs> yeah, well, New Yorkers. <laughs> These are Germans all Nazis. are like, hey man, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? Get the not in my New York, Germany, German New York. <laughs> I'm walking here, you know. <laughs> but uh <laughs> get out of Mein Kampf for its zone. Get out Oh, wow. Like uh that was Hitler's uh <laughs> That one deserves a <laughs> nice sophomore. Uh, boo. Boo. That, w- <laughs> that was uh boo. Hitler's second book. His uh <laughs> His sophomore follow-up is uh, Holes and Poles. Yeah, he did all the art himself. That's why it didn't <laughs> oh, sell yeah. well. Like he hand-painted all bit, of it, and he got rejected from art school bit rough. again. <laughs> well, see, his third one was called uh, uh, Notes from the Bunker. And it was an homage to Notes from the Underground by Dostoyevsky. Oh, oh, are we just uh, naming Russian uh, (laughs) authors now? No, no, no. We're actually going to keep going on to uh, Leonard Euler, uh, who said that there are actually no concentric shells inside the Earth, and that there was a sun at the center that spanned 600 miles. Where do you get this? Well, he was actually like a super gifted mathematician, and he developed this idea that the planet Earth is not only hollow, but that the poles are actually thinned, and that there are actually entrances into the inner core at the North and South Poles. And he also imagined that there are advanced civilizations living inside the planet. (laughs) No, this is uh, is a a running motif of all these uh, theories. Yeah, I guess that's like that's like where the hopeful narrative goes, you know. Like it's not like yes, inside the planet is a bunch of short blind men, <laughs> just completely just naked and blind and short. That's but all they do. Thankfully, they speak English. <laughs> Somehow they developed English because they're advanced like us Europeans. But they just they just can't see and they don't know how to use tools and they don't have thumbs. Uh, they got big teeth, four, though. Their four fingers are webbed. 
Uh, they use sticks sometimes, but not as as tools. They just they just ride them like brooms. It's very strange. Um, this actually brings so us hide to your our- children. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. He climbed Who? in your window. He's snatching your people up. You know. Yeah, he. That was a song about the mole men of the hollow earth, the hollowed earth of mole men. That's the thing is, like, I don't think mole men would be inside the hollow earth. You know? No, no, because I, I, I believe that the sun, that the core would be the sun, and that it would be bright all the time. Oh. Unless so they like, like the live opposite. in a cave inside the earth, which like at that point, fuck off. <laughs> the mole you know? men dig underneath in the hollowed earth and pop up sometimes through the normal earth. Yeah, and they're like, ah, more of them. Ah, God, we're, we just escaped you people. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, you people? I've never seen you in my life. And then we just Wait, shoot it him. can talk? <laughs> God, oh, no. It's invading. Invading uh, from the bottom to the top. The hollowed earth. The hollowed earth. So and hollowed be thy earth. Wow. That would be that would be a great slogan. That might be the name of the episode. In hollowed be thy earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm down with it. I don't, I don't mind that. I really don't mind that. <laughs> uh so, let's keep going though. Um we got to talk about this very impressive man though. This guy oh. stole my heart. Uh, very, very cool dude. Admiral Richard Byrd. He was a, he was a pilot and like an explorer and really, (laughs) he's kind of, he's, in my opinion, he's kind of a dick. You know? Cause like, I love how you said, yeah, cause I knew you weren't paying attention, motherfucker. No, Admiral uh, so-and-so uh-huh. of the Third Fleet. Uh-huh. There you go. Got him. Hey, audience, high fives all around. We fucking got him. We fucking got him. I'm high-fiving <laughs> the air right now, so I know all of you are doing it back. Um, this is all getting cut. Damn it. Well, there goes my <laughs> celebration. Yeah. So, Admiral uh, Richard E. Byrd. He is a pilot, what, he obviously. Do? He did a lot of things. He is a he is a very notable person. Yes, he is very accomplished, which in my opinion makes him like kind of a dickhead. Oh. <laughs> Aren't you accomplished? Yeah, and I'm kind of a dickhead. Can you not tell? Yeah. No, I can. Yeah, it's it's your character. So he's an admiral. It's me. And what else has he done? Well, so he's Admiral Richard E. Byrd. He uh, was the he f- he was the first person to fly over the North Pole. Oh, that's pretty cool. So he goes up there. It's a crazy story. I actually watched the documentary from like like the black and white film like of him doing this because uh, you can find it all online. It's really cool. He flew over the North Pole in 1926, uh, and like he like went up to do it. And this other team of pilots that like wanted to do that 
like be like the first people to fly over the North Pole, like flew in their Zeppelin because they flew in a Zeppelin instead of like a plane, like <laughs> no, all the way sense. from either like Poland, Russia, or Finland, one of the three, and they flew all the way up there and like got there when he hadn't even taken off yet because he was still like measuring and like having all of his like like life support shit in case they crash. Yeah, because it's it's very windy, you know. No, I get it. Yeah, it's like it had to be a treacherous thing, especially black at uh, back in black and white uh, film time era. <laughs> back in old timey days, I don't know. <laughs> back before I, they had color, I wasn't. I, I don't remember what year you said this happened. Nineteen twenty six. Oh, that's still pretty scary. That's really scary to be flying around uh, anything windy with a with a plane. Amelia yeah. Earhart disappeared around then. Well, uh, like 20 years later. Well, that's the thing. Is like, uh, what's the name of the guy who... Uh, oh, Charles Lindbergh. Ah, uh, the Lindbergh baby. Where is the baby? Well, Charles Lindbergh was like a rival pilot to Admiral Richard Byrd. <laughs> wow. Not like rival, but like, I don't know, kind of like... Maybe he took the baby. He could have. But so uh, he was the first one to fly over the North Pole because, like, the Zeppelin got there and, like, the Zeppelin was, like, going to take, like, two, three days to, like, get ready because they just got there to <laughs> fly over. Yeah. Which I was like, why did they stop? But, like, yeah, it even just... shows, like, in spirit of competition, uh, the the Zeppelin pilot came over and inspected the plane and wished him well. <laughs> and well, then, uh, it's... Uh... It's not a Zeppelin, but it uh, certainly is a flying apparatus. Well, so he he flew over the North Pole. Nice. And then, uh, you know, all the congratulations. No, he was all happy. Oh. Yeah. They like they just like drop they just like drop a rock with like a flag on it when they're like over the North Pole. Oh, (laughs) accurate. Yeah, very. Um, Like an Eskimo in the head. What yeah. what the hell white man doing? <laughs> Falls all the way through the earth. <laughs> Hits a penguin in the South Pole. Yeah, Son like, of a bitch. <laughs> what is this flag? And penguins invade us. <laughs> we must attack. <laughs> just sliding down about our plans and just like taking out tanks. <laughs> <laughs> they send the really thin ones like right through the barrel of a tank. Just like, wham, wham. Like, oh my god. <laughs> the world is at war with the penguin. <laughs> they just get really with good at like eating dynamite and like running into places. Oh. My baby. <laughs> we have to kill those fucking penguin sons of bitches. Suicide bombers. A Terminator movie where like a like a rogue penguin comes back. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? In 1996, the penguins become sentient and begin taking over the world. They've always been sentient. They've just been waiting. Oh, my God. When we thought that we were watching them, they were really watching us. Coming in 1998, the waiting... Coming the on. The wait nader. <laughs> Being printed on LaserDisc and Betamax. Wow. Futuristic. <laughs> yeah. 
Soon, here comes HD DVDs. I love this. This is a good concept for a movie. Yeah, I love it. Uh, we'll just dress to kill. It. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're all so the, fancy. It'd be called The Waiter. <laughs> but with, like, instead of Terminator, The Waiter. <laughs> because they all look like waiters, and they were waiting. <laughs> the Waiter. <laughs> It's just like a giant penguin holding the tray. Yeah. <laughs> and like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it ends with check, please. And it just has like a human's head on the tray. It's like, wah, wah. <laughs> That's the, oh, no. the catchphrase of the movie. It's just, wah, wah. Uh, waiter, uh, I would like a, uh, could I, uh, could I order a filet mignon? Wait a second, you're a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. End the of film. disguise. Uh, so, this Admiral Richard E. Byrd, right? He flies over the oh, North yeah. Pole first, comes back. They give him, they give him a, a, you know, a parade. They give him a promotion. They give him a, you know, anything they can give him. They give him all wow. the concubines of Iowa, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> and the concubines known for their Iowas. <laughs> yeah, I man, it was, said that it was backwards. The- it was the 1920s, you know. What, what else are the concubines doing? Um, so, in 1927, this showboat of a motherfucker then uh, does a cross Atlantic flight backwards. He flies like from the U.S. to France and like lands in Paris. Uh, he like lands in Normandy, I want to say, and then like drives to Paris. Uh, cause obviously <laughs> he's an aviator. Yeah, he's not an idiot. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah that's what they should have did in World War Two. I know, right? Just land there and then drive in. But <laughs> 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 oh wait, I think that was our strategy. Yeah, that was literally our strategy. But so then he came back, and that was like more or less almost like prove that like it could be done, and like to be like do it commercially. Yeah. Um, and so then, in 1929, he flies over the South Pole. Oh damn! This guy is just fucking swinging his dick all over the all over the world. That's what I'm saying. Say so he's kind of a dick. Yeah, and you big know, dick you know all why? Over the world, you know man. why? Because when why? he was when he was younger, when he was in school, uh, this is this is true. His uh. I like I, I like how I say this is true as if like the rest of this was not. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is where the truth starts. This is the only true fact. No, all of this is true. I wouldn't it's have done so much fucking research true. if it was all fake. I would have just made up better <laughs> shit. I'm like, and he went to Mars. Um, and then Frank. Uh, then Frank Smith. Lloyd Wright called him, and, and and he and he was like, dude, I got a haunted house. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I'm messing up the Winchesters and the, the famous architect Frank Lloyd Wright, okay? They both built oh. a lot of things. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lady Winchester. Lava to death. But so he flows, he flies over the South Pole in 1929. And this is all because his dad, when he was in school, called his pursuit of being a pilot, like an aviator, he called it a dangerous and inconsequential career. Wow. Yeah. I wish I had a father like that. Right? 
Someone was like, you're never going to be anything. And I'm like, I'll show you. (laughs) You're never going to become a favorite famous podcaster. Yeah, it's like when when your dad's like, you can do anything. You're like, no. No, stop being supportive. I need someone who's going to tell me. Like it'd be a fun story to. Say now that I'm you relegated didn't in to anything. mediocrity. No. <laughs> My dad is proud. No, ah. I hate this feeling. But so, uh, so he he comes back from the South Pole flight, and this is where uh, he kind of got a little weird, because it was really fuck. It's really hard to fly over the South Pole. Because you have to get over the, uh, I think it's Queen Maud, could be Queen Mauve, uh, mountain range. There's like giant there. mountains there. Yeah, they're huge. And so he actually, because I watched the other black and white film of them going over. It was delightful, actually. Well, because I yeah, wanted to, be able to pause, because they take, they take video from the plane when he's going over. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I, I want to be able to pause and, like, see what you can see. And you can see a, an all right amount. It looks like you can actually see, like, some, uh, like, curvature to the ice and, like, what looks to be, like, some kind of water, uh, which would really? be kind of crazy. But, yeah. so, he was taking off and was, like, suppo- like, like wasn't going to make it over the mountain. And so, he, like, was like, all right, fuck this. And just throws out all of his emergency supplies of, like, food... Uh, like betting. No, he's yeah, like, he's like, that. if we, at that point he was like, if I crash, I don't care. He just like threw <laughs> all. He was like throwing parachutes. Like, oh, he was just well. ditching weight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I threw out the parachutes. I he feel threw like out that the co-pilot. Be... No, <laughs> <laughs> get out of it. He threw out his wife. Yeah, no. Why, why is she here? I told you to stay what? home. I told her I, I was going to send you a postcard. Worthless endeavor. Whoosh. But so um, he you. made it. He threw out a bunch of like his emergency supplies and makes it over the mountain. It was like super nice. dramatic. But when he comes back, he talk. He was talking about like how there were like these huge green swaths of land where there shouldn't have been anything, and there was also supposedly a really big hole at one point. Yeah. And um, yeah. Well, did he throw out the antifreeze? No. What could be where the with the green spots from? No, 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 no! Like, 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 like trees and like foliage. Wow. Yeah, and uh, he also did a bunch of like other like reconnaissance missions. Uh, back like like during World War Two up in the Antarctic, because what he was really concerned about, he said, was that um, America could be attacked, uh, from over the North Pole. That's what I always don't understand. It's like anytime they show like, oh, Russian ballistics can do this from all the way over there. I'm like, why don't they just point it north? Like just wouldn't that be closer? It's just because there's so many different like mountain ranges and like different winds you have to get through. That would be ridiculous. But yeah, that's oh, what he was really right. concerned with. Um, Let's see, this is from 1947 in an interview where they said, Admiral Richard E. Byrd warned today the United States should adopt measures of protection against the possibility of an invasion of the country by hostile planes coming from the polar regions. 
the Admiral explained that he was not trying to scare anyone, but the cruel reality is that in case of a new war, the United States could be attacked by planes flying over one or both poles. Uh, this statement mm. was made as part of a recapitula- re- recapitulation uh, yeah, of his own polar experience uh, in an exclusive interview with the International News Service. Yeah, baby! Mm. Um, INS. But so a lot of where his fears came from was during this Operation High Jump, which was during uh, from 1946 to 47. Uh and so what's crazy is that if you look at this map of Agartha, which it's it's basically like somebody has taken the liberty of like putting everything on here that they can. Like a small entrance in the South Pole. Oh yeah. And yeah, and they have like a they even have an arrow that says Admiral Byrd's flight nineteen forty seven, where he went in and then back out of the hole in the earth. And that's probably oh. uh, that's where like saucers would have gone, and that's why he could have been afraid of like those type of hostile planes. Oh man, those have to be scary. The inside Earth planes, right? Do they even have currents or f- air? Where are they getting I mean, their air from? Well, they have water and foliage, so I guess photosynthesis. Oh, okay. They would probably have. They would sense. probably have like shit. That's the thing, though, is it? So, I was thinking about this more because if they have, like, I've really been thinking about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been eating. It's actually been kind of detrimental. No, 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 no. Like, 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 this is a thing now. Because um, you know how in Alaska, because they have so much light, like light for so many hours a day that uh, yeah, vegetables just grow to be, like, fucking massive. Oh, they do? Yeah. yeah I they didn't get, know like, about this. Because it's so much, they have so much more time for photosynthesis that they just, like, grow and grow and grow and grow. They have, like, massive cabbage heads, massive, like, it's crazy. Just, just look it up sometime. It's hilarious. So their grow season, because, like, 30 days of light or whatever that they have? Well, these, these vegetables just get massive. They're just, like, 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 the biggest pumpkin you've ever seen, but imagine that being cabbage. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't tell the Polish. <laughs> but so, yeah, I know that'd be bad. We'd have to put some <laughs> holes in poles, you know. But uh, <laughs> so we want we want to take over Alaska. We're coming to take their cabbage. <laughs> A lot of uh, North Dakotans would be like, chick, chick, "What?" <laughs> You ain't taking my cabbage. <laughs> We're getting there first. Yeah, so, get in the truck. Cause like if, so so cause the the there's no there's there's constant sun. Yeah. If they were to grow things down there, it would all be mega fauna. It would be it would be mega. You know, like trees yeah. would be massive. Grass would be huge. It would be like. Literally walking into Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, as long as there there's nutrients in the soil. Which you gotta believe that there would be. Yeah, you you you'd assume so. Yeah, well, so okay. Here's the thing about here's why Bird is so insane. Like, and why I think he's kind of a dick. Oh, okay. 
right. Um, he is here's here's a couple of his. I'm just gonna drop some of his like uh you know, resume items. Okay. He is the only person to ever have three ticker tape parades in New York City in his honor. Yeah, we don't do that anymore, so he'll be the last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, that and also, like, how many people get a ticker tape parade in their specific honor anymore, you know? Yeah, I think that, like the last one was, like, 1987, and then, like, we I think the last caring. one was, like, Batman Boy. <laughs> Bat Boy. Bat Boy, where they shut down a city for him. Oh, like, right. Like, he has cancer. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. We couldn't book yeah. John Cena, so we'll give him a city. <laughs> Yeah, John Cena was like, I can't do it today. I got got to be in Dubai to smash some Saudis. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't see me. I'm just plugging WWE, man. It's my yeah. job. I don't Florida. I don't uh agree with all of what they do. But okay, back to this. He was uh <laughs> 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 He was uh one of only 4 military officers ever to be awarded a medal that had his own face on it. Okay, that's a bit much. He Come got, on, guy. He got a, he got the medal that like has his face on it. It's like it's like the bird award. He like got his own I award got, twice. I got, oh my god. I got the me award. <laughs> like that's got to be so crazy for them to be like, "All right, congratulations, sir. Now here's a golden image of yourself that we're just going to string around your neck for you to wave in front of the cameras with i've been inside the earth it's like giving him like a like a very expensive id id badge yeah it's like uh sir can we see your identification he just gives him a medal yeah yeah he's like has my face and name on it this could be my new license (laughs) oh okay i guess yeah that kind of works uh are you you sure this this is you (laughs) <laughs> this looks a little this looks a little uh fake kid come back when you're kid. older <laughs> he's like he's 75 yeah <laughs> yeah it's also like, like the it's like the, the 30s oh okay yeah there's <laughs> only like 150 people back then yeah and they also didn't care they'd be like oh you <laughs> your doctor would be like all right you're having lung issues here's i'm gonna prescribe you two packs a day okay um, thank you doc there's also like a shit ton of things named after him, including a crater on the moon. Um, he is noted oh, for shit. finding and cataloging over a hundred islands and uh, a shit ton of mountain ranges that uh, I guess had never been discovered in the Arctic. Oh, okay, yeah. Did he just like drop his flags on all of them? He's just like no. He just like kept this taking is pictures my and like having like other people write it down when he flew over, and they're like. Admiral Richard E. Byrd discovered another mountain range. What are you going to name it? He's like, uh, 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 Queen Maud. Uh, they're like, okay, good, 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 good. He's like, uh, 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 that was the name of my ex, and I hate her. Like, yeah, all right. I dude. hate that mountain range. Yeah, it's going to oh. take so many lives. Hope it kills lots of men, <laughs> like she did. did. She hurt me. Um. <laughs> You're like really in love with this guy, huh? Yeah, I am. I am. Total hard on for him. So no, I can uh, tell. So and here's here's a few more bits of uh things about Hollow Earth that, 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 that do kind of 
make me believe more is that back in 2014, scientists actually detected that there was a massive water reservoir, as they're calling it, under the Earth's crust. Hmm. And it's said to have three times the volume of all of the oceans on the face of the Earth down there. Interesting. Yeah, I heard about this. It's yeah. not um, it's not like how we think of water, though, right? Like it's like no, it, it it's, it's it's like it's like it, it's like protected by rock, like a certain type of rock. We need I think to it's actually like that. inside the rock. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's not like a giant reservoir. It's like. I mean, watery rocks essentially yeah but it's like so much water that if they, they said that's probably where all of our oceans came from and also uh if all that water was on the face of the earth the only habitable land would be like the tops of mountains right just like noah and his ark yeah man yeah yeah that's where all the water went. now you're on to something see i think we're on to something hmm yeah, no, I, like now this podcast is making me an advent angelical uh, Christian. But uh, that's evangelical. <laughs> is that I think that uh, that's that could be you know like oceanfront property inside the earth. In in, in the future, yeah. In the earth, not in the future. Right now, the future is oh. today. You think there's like a Malibu? In, and that's the um, thing. Is like here. Here's the thing. I'm going to put out this request to the world. If any oh. of you can uh, can help. Myself and slash or not or and Mike, he might not be able to come. Uh, Wait, what? If you, you can help to us me, get huh? to Antarctica, I don't care which pole you take me to. I would want to go to either the South us? or the North Pole. Okay, fine. We want to go to the South or the North Pole. And I want to do make a, this happen. A, a, a spirit box session. In Antarctica. Dude, we're just going to bring recording equipment and like live podcast the entire thing as we fall into the earth, okay? <laughs> That's Hopefully all I want. We'll That's all I want. Side. People, help me out. Help me out. Okay. This is the last thing I have for Hollow Earth because this guy is fucking crazy. Uh, okay, and I then, can't wait. And then I'm we'll excited. let you guys get back to your... your... Reg- regularly scheduled pandemic. Yeah, right? Like you're sitting on the couch. Um. So here's what here's like the really fucking weird Hollow Earther because they're always the really strange ones, no matter what you're into. This guy's name is Cyrus Teed. <laughs> this is the most uh, Madman Mike thing I've ever heard yet. Yeah, Cyrus Teed and his yeah. cellular cosmology. Cosmology. Sorry. Is that? We all call our dick different things, you know. So he was a mystic and a and a physician, and he had his followers. He had some followers. He had them call him Koresh, and he founded a religion. Yeah, called Koreshanity. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Koresh. Isn't is is this guy the Koresh? Like what? I, yeah, I've heard yeah. Of Cyrus Teed is is Koreshanity, where it's like it's like a utopia. But he thought, this is insane, he thought the world was hollow and concave. I don't, wait, what does that mean? Uh, Think about like. Like glasses uh, are concave or convex? 
like hold your hand up and make it look like like a like a like like hold up your right hand and like curl in your fingers. Curl in my fingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like make a C. Like make your hand look like a sickle. A C? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. concave. So it's like so a he, bubble. Yeah. So he thought that like it was hollow and like it's kind of like almost like a reverse globe. <laughs> and and the moon was a reflection of the earth that was just like distorted so he couldn't really notice. Oh. Um <laughs> So like he thinks the he thinks the earth looks like an apple that's like comically eaten from around the around the middle. Kind of. If anything like once this episode goes out, I'll post some pictures of like what okay. this guy. I'll post some like maps so you can understand, but like he thought it was concave. And uh The thing is that he he like wanted to prove it though. He wasn't like some idiot that's like, "I believe it and it is so." He's like, "I want to prove this shit." So, come on followers, we're going to prove this. Oh yeah. Uh, and so he wanted to test the hypothesis and they built what he called the uh the reclinator some of that. This sounds like uh, remember when when you went to House of House on Rock or House on the Rock? Oh yeah, House on the Rock with the. Uh, Didn't he have an exclamator? No, nah, this is this is a this is a reclinator, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> yeah, which no, is like a, a long. It's a long extended straight pole, okay, like a horizontal pole that they set up. Like the they set it up on these like vertical posts that were certain meters apart, and they would constantly like take the next post and like put it in front, and then move the straight pole along. And his hypothesis is that if you keep it growing sideways, it would either go up or down, proving that it's either convex or concave. This is like that. Who is that? Uh, fucking, uh, like, was it the uh, Roman scientist or whatever that we were talking about during Flat Earth that had the two poles to prove oh. how big the Earth was or whatever? Well, not really. That was. It's like that, with, with but uh, a little spec. Yeah. It's you like know that's 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 different than than this. Because Aristosthenes was like trying to figure out how round the Earth was, these guys are like, let me. They're they're like they're like Looney Tune people. They're like, if <laughs> I, if the Earth is round and I keep laying a plank straight, no matter like as long as I keep it level, it will go, uh, it will move away from the Earth and it'll constantly go upward. Of course. And as, and if I run off a cliff and I don't look down, I won't fall down. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, he didn't really have any way of gauging level outside of just like eyeballing it. So, mm. you know, I mean, like I, I don't know how much of that I, I can trust. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't take much to make a level. I know, but so so that is our last flat. That's our last hollow earther who. Honestly, if you believe in Koreshanity, you might be better off with Christianity. I don't know. 
Both oh. of them bullshit. Oh. Got him. Uh, got so him. Got him. Coming got out swinging him, today. But honestly, uh, I think that the earth is hollow. I, no, I would believe I the believe earth is hollow too. over it being flat. Yeah. Come at me, scientists. Okay. I want this. I want this fucking. I want you throwing mathematical shade. But don't expect me to be peachy keen about it, okay? If I come back claws out, just uh, just watch out, motherfuckers. You know. I believe in a convex uh, world because I'm looking at the pictures of it. Yeah. You believe in a convex world? No, that's insane. I know that'd be in. Wah! How it's would... like. I, mean, that, I guess Australians, it would work on, on a grand enough scale. It'd be weird. Like, Australians could jump to China. Yeah, like, you, you could, know? like, take a rocket ship across yeah. to... Yeah, I guess, like, how would flights work? You usually, like, rim the bowl. Yeah, like, if it was really a convex world, like, it'd be, like, like a waist, like a, like a woman's uh, figure, you know, like... The 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 center would be a lot less area than you know the top or the bottom. It's like thirty six twenty four thirty six. Well, that's the thing. Is it <laughs> nice reference? However, uh, like and that's things like Antarctica. People don't think it. They don't know how big it is, but like you can fit all of Australia on Antarctica. Oh yeah, Antarctica is huge. Yeah, it's it's massive. Like, I want to go down the there land and mass, find right? not just the ice. Yeah, ice. just the landmass too. Yeah. There's also a possibility of like advanced civilizations that were frozen underneath that ice. Could be. They once they're finding this uh, ice age and all the glaciers are gone, <laughs> then we will be able to find out. Which yeah, because that's most likely the, happen in our lifetime. I can't wait. I'm actually excited. Yeah, I mean. I, 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 it's incredible just being alive. You know, you, you, you survive Y2K, you survive nine yeah. eleven, you survive yeah. uh, the Mayan calendar ending. Oh yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, you survive uh, the pandemic of twenty nineteen, the COVID nineteen. Yeah. Uh, and then we make it first off into a new uh, millennium. Right. With Y2K. Yeah. Born in the last millennium, and well, uh, yeah, for right now. When 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 would that ever change? Well, the next millennium will be like the year three thousand. Yeah, exactly. But like we were born before the year two thousand, so we were born in the last millennium. I know it's crazy, and we You'd might have see, to wait another thousand. We years. might see the end of the ice age. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It had to isn't end that, at some point. Isn't that fucking cool? Yeah. That's why you got to, uh, I mean, I tell people every episode when, when we end, and I'm getting very upset because our president is saying half of our catchphrase, not the rest of it. He keeps telling everyone oh, to yeah. stay vigilant. He keeps saying, stay vigilant. And I'm like, stay wild. <laughs> stay vigilant. Stay wild. Come if on. We, yeah, if we could just find him saying that. We could we would probably start the episodes off with that or end it like that. <laughs> stay vigilant, saying. and then me just saying, "Stay wild!" <laughs> yeah, just growling in public. <laughs> Hollow Earth, Hollow Earth, <laughs> and then just like I escape into a sewer drain. 
That'd make sense. You are yeah. from Jersey. Either that or I like run into a, I don't know, American Girl doll store. Oh, God. That's just as bad as Yeah. And I like run in. I need to buy a baby. <laughs> Sell me uh, Jessica. <laughs> I'm looking really... for Letitia. Do you have any? Oh, she's retired. <gasps> we don't have Letitia anymore. You racist. You get Shaquanda, though. You racists. <laughs> but I'm going to boycott actually, yeah. this store. Hashtag American oh. Girl Doll Boycott. Yeah. I guess uh, do you I'm call it the Girl march. Cot? American Girl <laughs> Girl Cot? <laughs> yeah, you call it the Girl Cot so it's because uh, we're feminists. Boom. Oh, the Girl Oh, my God. That went way, well, way over my head. Yeah, I know it did. But, all right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to our Hollow Earth episode, and please, please believe in Hollow Earth. Yes. That is that is my closing remark. That, and, uh, you know, as always, stay vigilant, stay wild, and tune in next uh, time we put one out. Yeah, and uh, don't go outside. Or do, but supposedly wear a mask. Or if you live in Florida, I guess it's okay. I don't know. Just wash your fucking hands. Just like being yeah, an just adult. Wash just wash your hands. All right. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I love you.